0: and sign up today. You're listening to the Portrait System
1: Podcast. So for me to actually have to be bold and to, you know, have a voice and say, you know what, this is what I'm doing. Here's the experience. Here's the amazing products I offer. It took a ton of courage for me and it took a lot of listening to Sue and her building me up as a human.
0: This week on The Portrait System, my guest is Leslie with Leslie Q Photography, and she has her business in Indiana. Leslie's studio is actually in a barn on her property that her husband built out for her, and it is such a cool space. Leslie chatted with me all about the different genres she photographs, such as families, personal branding, and seniors, and her focus is on magazine-style portraits. Leslie used to do most of her photo shoots outdoors, but she talks about how she gets her clients, even high school seniors, to want to shoot in her studio. We had a lot of fun chatting during Leslie's interview, and I'm excited to introduce her to you. Okay, let's get started with Leslie Quirk from Leslie Q Photography. Hey, Leslie. Thanks for being a guest here on the Portrait System Podcast. How are you? Hi, Nikki. Thanks for having me. I'm doing well. Thank you. Good, 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 good. You are in the Midwest in Indiana. Am I right? Yes, ma'am. That is correct. Awesome. I don't think
1: we're too far from each other then. No, I am about 30 minutes from Lake Michigan. So we are literally the, the line is right down the road. So. Okay. Very cool.
0: And then as far as your town,
1: are you a smaller town or larger town? Oh, girl. I'm a very, very small town. So (laughs) I, you know, I want to speak out to all those people who are like, gosh, I live in a small town. No one's going to pay my prices because that is exactly where I was. September of last year. Um, we have, I believe it's 2000 people in our town. Okay. Yeah. So so that's a very small town. Yes. And it's, (laughs) it's very, it's farm community. We're blue collar kind of people. We just live a very simple life around here. Well, I noticed in one of your posts, you
0: in the Facebook group, in the portrait system, Facebook group, you had mentioned that you had a new studio built out and that your husband added it to your barn. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. Tell us about that.
1: So I was actually working. Now, I have two children. I've got two girls. They are 11 and 13. And I have two cats and a dog. Mm -hmm. And every photo shoot that I would have in my home, I would have to clean top to bottom. It was awful. I was stressed. I was exhausted by the time they got here. So I think finally, it was about 2018, we decided to go ahead and add on to my husband's pole barn. And so he did. He added an addition out the back for me, and two-thirds of that addition is all my space. Wow. Leslie, how long were you shooting
0: in your house before it just became too much for you? Let's see. It had to have been about three years, I would say. Yeah, that's quite a long time to be working in your home like that and having people come into your home.
1: Yeah. And I felt like to be a professional, I needed to like kick my kids out, kick my husband out, kick the (laughs) animals out. It was not convenient. So, but you did it like, and and that's the thing,
0: you know, you can make it work in your house. Yes, it definitely comes with some sacrifices and some people can't do it for quite as long as you did before going insane, but it is
1: possible to get started. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's how I got started. Like, I didn't know I loved studio work until I started shooting in, like, with, you know, my lights and my backdrops and my props and, yeah. So, okay, most definitely. So, tell people just kind
0: of the genre you shoot and what you focus on most. Well, it's... Very
1: crazy. So I actually, and I don't know if you're this way too, I know you have little kids. So as my kids get older, I kind of get away from photographing the younger children. So I started out doing, I, I thought I wanted to be a newborn photographer, right? I love Kelly Brown and I loved her work. I got all the things, all the props and realized they are so much work and so backbreaking and it was hot and it was just a long day. Um, so I kind of, Let that go a few years ago. Only did, you know, a few here and there. Then I really focused on children and milestones. A lot of, I did a lot of toddlers. And then this last year, I really started transitioning and had tons of high school seniors, which I love. I love high school seniors. And then I also, once I got into Sue's, you know, pricing and structure and everything, I tried to kind of you know, go towards personal branding and photographing women. So it's kind of just been this like progressive change of who I want to be when I grow up. (laughs) Nice. All right. So but for now
0: it's more portraits in studio work. Do you shoot it all outside anymore?
1: I do. High school seniors, I mean, they still want to be outside. I have actually, especially around here, because we have all four seasons, I have been trying to kind of talk them into more portrait work and I'm still building my portfolio. Like I started in 2014, but now that I've been learning and growing with Sue and, you know, learning her posing methods, like I'm changing my portfolio. I'm changing my pictures on my website. So I'm kind of trying to transition people here into more studio work because I love it.
0: Yeah. I kind of had the same experience with seniors with studio work where they wanted to be outside. But I yeah. went, I talked him into I'd be like, what if we just do because you have five outfits, I'm like, what if we just do one or two inside? And they always said yes. Not one person, well, maybe maybe one said no. Yeah. But it's interesting because they always ended up choosing several of those in studio photos. I think they just don't know what to expect or something. I don't know if they think it's gonna be like the old school, you know, school portraits sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think it's important for us to show them, you know, some of these really modern contemporary model-like in-studio shots so that they can kind of, you know, understand what it is.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I think around here, I don't know if it's the same where you are, but, you know, the lifestyle, you know, photography is huge. You know, people love it, but I truthfully, I love fine art portraits in the studio. And I love that, you know, just Sue's style. And I feel like if we can, like you said, if we can just show them, you know, what it actually looks like, then they'll want it, you know, want the experience, want to get hair and makeup. And I'm actually so excited because I'm finally able to do that this year. So awesome.
0: And, and I love, too, it's like just because everyone else in your town or whatever, you know, only offers the lifestyle outdoor, it doesn't mean you have to.
1: Exactly. I
0: almost feel like it's to your advantage if other people don't. Because then, you know, if it catches on, you're the photographer that people want. So I think there's definitely a strength in being the only one.
1: Yes. And, yeah. you know, I want to photograph, you know, I'm 37. I want, you know, women to want to come to me to, you know, celebrate themselves, celebrate at, you know, who we are at 40 and who we are at 50 and who we are at 60 and 70. And I just had my aunt yesterday. She came up to me and she's like, I really want to be photographed in that robe you just bought. You know, I got the big, beautiful oh, little robes. Nice. And she, I'm like, let's do it. You know, you're beautiful. She's like, but my wrinkles. I'm like, I got you. I got you. You're working. Yeah. yeah. You know? Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Well,
0: let's back up a little bit because, like you said, you didn't always shoot in studio. And did you start as a shoot and burn photographer or, you know, how did you even get started to begin with?
1: Yes. So, you know, weird thing, I was just researching some of my old, like, oh my gosh, pictures from when I very first started. Like, I scrolled way down in my Facebook feed and I actually started out with a box and four by six portraits. And that's how I would present their photos to them. That's how I out. Yeah. Yes. And then I, somewhere along the way, just decided to do what everybody else did. And yeah, it was $25 for a digital image, $300 for the gallery. And my session fee was 150. Wow. Yeah. All of that work. For all of that work. I think I really feel like the past two years I made maybe like 20, 30,000 growth total working all year. It was, it was painful. Yeah. Yeah. That (laughs) sounds
0: painful. So when you decided you were going to make this like transition into, you know, really charging a sustainable amount for your business and industry standard, take me through that process of how you did that.
1: So, my husband, he is—he's a lineman electrician, right? So he's always been like the breadwinner, and this was always kind of just my thing. And until the past couple years, I didn't know that I would be—you know—what I am today. I just didn't know where the business would go. Mm -hmm. So it was probably about two thousand. I'll see. Well, I joined Sue Bryce in twenty twenty-one. And basically, I just dove right into it. I just, I don't know, I just transitioned and I just didn't look back. So it was kind of one of those crazy things. And it was weird because I was still taking clients that I had already, you know, booked on my old pricing. So it was very confusing to try and like separate the two out and remember, you know, who was on my new pricing, who was on my old pricing. That part was kind of hard. And then I would try to transition my past clients to, you know, my new, my new method. And I'm not going to lie, like quite a few of them have come with me, which has been amazing just because we're friends. You know what I mean? Like I, I try to be friends with my clients and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like humans. So. Totally.
0: Okay. So a lot of people will say things like, you know, they're really nervous about kind of, changing into this new pricing structure where it's quite a bit more than they were charging before. Yes. And people are really really worried about how the past clients are going to take it and you know, just the overall I'm not going to have any clients anymore. Did you feel like that when you were going through this?
1: Absolutely. I was terrified. Like, I mean, I'm kind of a very like easygoing person. I don't do a lot of drama. You know that's just me. And so for me to actually have to be bold and to you know, have a voice and say, you know what, this is what I'm doing. Here's the experience. Here's the amazing products I offer. It took a ton of courage for me. And it took a lot of listening to Sue and her building me up as a yeah. human. Yeah. She's changed my life. Like just as a person, I mean, I tell my children some of her things and, you know, oh, to yeah. kind of get us through certain situations, but I was terrified. And the first, not even joking, my very first client that I converted. She has been with me. It was um, their adoption journey. I got to follow them through their adoption before their adoption. And now they're going to adopt again. Like they've just been amazing people. And when I transitioned, I called her and I talked to her for like an hour and a half and told her all about the new changes and all of the new products. She was so excited for me. I mean, it just made my soul feel good. And do you know, that was my first, my very first sale and they spent $3,700 with me. Wow. My very first one. And my top sale so far. <laughs> so Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Now,
0: there are like, some people feel like they need to make this big announcement that my prices are changing and that sort of thing. Is that something no. that you did or did you just kind of? No. Know when you, yeah. Okay. Tell me about that. No.
1: Yeah, absolutely not. Okay. So there was a few touchy, because, uh, okay, I live in a very small town. It's like I told, you know, a few other people. It's like cheers, right? Everybody knows your name here. Yeah. I know a lot of my clients. They know each other. It was very weird because there was two clients. One of them had booked with me on my old pricing, the other one on the new and they knew each other and they worked together. So the one was like, I got all these pictures for $400. And she's like, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, like, Oops. Um, that's not. Yeah. So, but truth be told, she was just one of those. I tried to contact her so many times and she just refused to talk on the phone. Like I tried and I sent her my pricing and I tried to like, you know, relay an email. I wanted to talk to her, but she just didn't want to talk. So I even brought my products to the shoot with me, brought her to my car, said, this is what I'm offering. And she's like, so you don't, you don't do digitals anymore. And I'm like, oh, um, so yeah, it was, it was a struggle. But, but we you made know,
0: it I love that you, you kind of held the line, you know, kept your boundaries in place because I mean, if someone had said to me this is my pricing structure. You know, you you contacted me after I changed my pricing structure. I mean, I'm not going to be like an asshole about it. I'd be like, all right, tell me about it, you know? And no. I don't know that I would want to work with someone anyway who had that sort of just attitude about it. It just makes yeah. you wonder if down the line, you know, what if, like, what if, are they going to complain about their photos? Are they going to have attitude of Something goes wrong. Like, I don't know. I, I feel yeah. like it's kind of like let them go with a love situation at that point. Yeah,
1: You know what, though? They actually, they spent $1,800 with me. I mean, they're oh, just. Oh, so you, you could. Okay, I misunderstood. I thought well, you ended up. You know the sale. Not- oh. Yeah. yeah. They, okay. they went through with it. I mean, she just, she just, you know, that she was used to my old pricing and I could not contact her. I could not like verbally, you know, get in touch with her. So. Okay. And then once she came to my car, I did explain things there. And then I did the in-person sale. I actually went to their house and did okay. the sale there. Yeah.
0: Wow. All right. Sorry, but I, I yeah, I totally misunderstood what you said. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. So you, you know, held your ground and they, and it went fine. And then she spent 1800 That's fantastic. Okay. Very Absolutely. cool. Very cool. Okay. Because I think sometimes people think like, they need to announce that their prices are changing. And I just, I don't think that's necessary. It's not like we see, you know, big companies like Michael Kors, you know, oh, my purses are going up in price. Like, people just don't do that. I mean, of course, if you have a membership or something, they have to let you know if they're going to be charging you more. Like Netflix, I got an email from Netflix not too long ago saying that they, you know, they're upping the price or whatever. Right. That, of course, you need to know. But... (sighs) It's not something that you need to announce. Now, no. one thing that I have found super helpful when I was, back when I was raising my prices is using gift vouchers. For for those previous clients, I could say, hey, you, next time they inquire, like, hey, just so you know, things have changed a little bit. But because you're such a loyal client,
1: I'm giving you a $300 gift voucher or whatever. Oh, absolutely. Be. I did that with probably... I would say at least 50% of my bookings when I converted. I mean, I just started with this method last September. So this is all still very new to me and I'm still like, you know, making it through and gift vouchers. I felt when I did not feel I was that value yet, you know, it helped kind of transition me to that point where I'm like, nope, my session fees 250. You know, I mean, like. Yeah. I can say it now, and I don't feel guilt and shame about it. It is what it is. Yes. So
0: I'm so glad to hear you say that because I want people to hear it. I want people to hear that, yes, at first, it's sometimes for some people, I know for me and for you, like you said, it can be a little scary and nerve-wracking, and there's a little bit of fear involved and all of that. But if you push through it and just hold your ground, if you have a beautiful portfolio, if you're providing great services... It's going to be okay, and then eventually yeah. you get to the point where it's not so scary to say your prices
1: anymore. It just is what it is, without emotion attached to it. Yeah, and it's confidence. Oh my gosh, you mm-hmm. so and building your confidence, man, she's got a gift. I tell you, <laughs> it's yeah. so true. It's weird, like it's it's crazy, but it works. Like when you are confident in yourself, people are confident in you. It's just that give and take and the ebb and flow, and it just it works. Yeah, and I think having
0: your your confidence, feeling the confidence is one thing, but also having like a confident kind of response or rebuttal or pitch or something. So like, for example, I do personal branding. And if someone says, I just want, you know, want how much for one photo I say, Oh, you know what? My smallest package is five photos, but I'll tell you, it's so important to have more than just one photo for your business. One photo gets stale and boring. And when you have more photos to swap out for your profile picture, for your email, Signature for LinkedIn. You're going to get more traction to your social media every time you you swap out one of your photos. That's when you get the most traction, and it also allows you to show different sides of yourself. And not to mention, yep. you're going to have your hair and makeup done anyway. I'll help you pick out the outfits. Like, why not? You're going to be here. Like, it's just more helpful for you in the long run to have more photos. Like, yes. and that's not exactly what what I say. I mix it up a little bit, but. If you can have some sort of whatever that rebuttal is going to be like, oh, you don't do just digitals anymore, come up with a response for that. Like, isn't it so great? I'm going to help you order your prints so you don't even have to deal with it. Like, when's the last time you really ordered prints for your wall, right? I'm going to help you through that whole process so it's so easy for you and you're going to have, like, prints forever. Absolutely. You know, like, just
1: things like that. Yes, and I got to tell you, your class is amazing. Like if anyone's oh, on the fence of I just I love that it's in bite-sized chunks. Like I can go in there and because now that the studio's done, I do want to get more into personal branding and I've actually booked my first two bookings of this year were men. You know, personal branding, you know, guys that mm-hmm. wanted to come in and get that magazine style. They saw one and the other one liked it and so it's it's a cool transition. It's very fun too. It's, I don't know. I, I'm like you though. I've got kids. I want to be home with my kids at night and I'm kind of really trying to hone in to getting my clients into the studio so I can just be with them in the evenings and go to softball and have my business during the day like everybody else. So oh, yeah. it's a fun totally. transition.
0: Yeah, totally. And I, and I talk about that in the course too as why personal branding fits in my lifestyle and why it's so important to choose a genre that really makes sense for you and your lifestyle. And some people love shooting weddings and love working the weekends. And even with seniors, it's weekends, it's evenings, you know, high school seniors, because most of the time they're in school and same with families. It's really hard to get the kids out of school and parents taking a day off. That's not to say that you can't make that happen, that you can't be, you know, kind of a regular business hour sort of Business You know eventually, when you you get that reputation it's like this sure. is when I shoot, either book it or don't mm-hmm. but choosing a genre that lights you up that you get excited about but also that works for your lifestyle is so important, and it sounds like you're realizing that now you know with your kids yeah. i'm sure they're eleven and thirteen there's you know after school activities and they want to hang out with their friends and you got to drive them
1: everywhere <laughs> it's yes, like <laughs> you're a taxi. and you know like I love. Suze- You know, methodology work smarter, not harder. Like, totally. You know, we can have these personal branding sessions, and then I love to try and talk them into doing a glamour shoot, like, not glamour shots. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know, the the beautiful, glamorous images at the end in a beautiful dress, or if they wanted to wear, you know, my beautiful robe, I love popping those in at the end because it makes them feel confident and beautiful, and it's a little icing on the cake for them. Totally.
0: It's such a great way to upsell. Yes. It really is. Like if someone's on the fence about the middle package or the highest packet, you know, the largest package, they can't say no when they love these extra photos. So they might come in (laughs) for just the business photos. But when you talk them into wearing something just a little bit more personal, a little bit more special, it is such a great way to upsell for sure.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Let's talk a little bit, Leslie, about how you market to your clients.
1: Oh boy yeah, so this is on my to-do list this year. I really I don't know I never grew up around other artists. I didn't grow up with other business owners when I right out of college, I just basically got a job and didn't know what I was gonna do. So I've had to learn marketing. I've had to learn accounting. I mean I did go to high, to college for um, business. I got an associate's degree in business but I feel like I didn't really delve into like all the deep, dark things of marketing and accounting. So I've just kind of had to learn along the way. And when I found Sue, she put all of these little elements into, like I said, bite-sized chunks where you could go in and learn a little bit of marketing, learn a little bit. I had no idea how to sell anything. I am not a salesperson. So um, it's just been um, a transition to kind of teach myself and to learn from other photographers and from Sue how to kind of make everything work. So marketing, I just, I don't have a really strong method yet. And I, that's my goal for this year. Last year was like change my pricing, go, you know, head first into Sue's pricing, just do it. And then this year, I really want to hone in on my systems and creating a marketing schedule and creating campaigns. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I want to get better with it. Well, let's back up a little bit.
0: How often are you shooting and what's your sales average?
1: So right now, and this has been, and I don't know if, if you feel this way. I mean, I know you shoot, you know, quite a bit, but for me, I always slow down in the winter time. I took December through January off. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's, that's my time with my kids. Like I actually, it would be Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving through, you know, New Year's is, is my time with my family. But so right now it, I don't have a super consistent booking this time of year, but usually in the fall, I am booked solid from like summer, summer to fall is just usually booked. So right now my sales average since converting to Sue's method is probably around 1200 from September to November of last year, I grossed like $21,000, which for me was an entire year before. Yes. That's amazing. It was was pretty crazy. I love it. Yeah. It was pretty cool.
0: Okay. So, and I know you've kind of shared a little bit about your sessions, but which, which sessions were you doing the most of for that $21,000? Last year, high school
1: seniors for sure. 100%. Seniors. Okay. Yeah. It was crazy. It was just, and it was just by word of mouth. Like I don't pay for ads. I'm really bad at keeping up with my website. That's another goal this year. I'm going to get better
0: with that. I'm just almost done with redoing mine like three days out. Cannot wait, Leslie.
1: (laughs) It's been so long. (laughs) I know. It's going to be heaven. It's going to be magical when it happens. Yeah. I think for me, just, Yeah, it was high school seniors. I did do a couple personal branding sessions in there. Yeah. And and you know what's funny? The year before that, I was doing mostly like children and milestones. So my business is just morphing and transitioning and changing. Okay. All right. So that's another kind of benefit
0: of a small town is word of mouth travels very quickly. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. Very fast. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's, yes. Okay. This this is a total like side note story, but I kind of feel it's relevant. So we own some apartment buildings, and there is a little six unit that we own in a very very small town. I want to say there's like seven to eight hundred people in this town, and oh, yeah. we've always used my property manager always uses the local plumber. And there was a plumbing issue, and it needed to be addressed immediately in one of the units. So my property manager called the local plumber, and he was not responding. And we were like, okay, he called me, my property manager called me and was like, hey, would it be okay if I just called this other company because we need this fixed now? I was like, definitely, like tenants first. So he told the tenant he's going to be calling this big plumbing company. Within an hour, <laughs> the local plumber called my property manager was like, what's going on? You're calling the this company? <laughs> and it, it turned out that the tenant worked with the plumber's wife, at the local diner and he happened to be in there. And someone said something like, yo, Steve, you know, they're calling Roto-Rooter or whatever the company, you know, and it was just like, he's like, I'll be there, I'll be there. So (laughs) there is something about word of mouth. And this is a benefit to you when you provide great service and people love working with you. And it can also be a detriment if things, you know, if you're not a great like customer service provider, you know, can kind of go either way.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, oh man, that's, that's the truth. Cause I feel like in our town, you know, you and I talked about that. I, you know, I'm, I'm really the only one doing this experience here. Yeah. And you know, South Bend's 30 minutes away, but a lot of people don't want to travel. I mean, it's 30 minutes. They don't want to travel that you know, so they come to me, which is to my advantage. So, yeah, very cool. Okay, the good
0: thing is, though, that it sounds like you have built things up, you know, with this word-of-mouth type thing without really keeping up on website and doing all these extra things. So it almost sounds like once you get a marketing campaign going, you're going to be, I mean,
1: I would imagine that you're going to take off even more. That's the goal, man. I really I really want to get consistent with, with the bookings. And being in this group and talking to some of the other, you know, mentors and stuff about creating like different shoot days and I make my schedule now like before I would I would kind of let my clients kind of rule my schedule and when we would shoot and now I'm like nope I shoot Tuesday Wednesday Thursday you know I start my sessions at 10 a.m. of course if it's a senior that's different but in the studio you know 10 or 11 a.m. I do work with people a little bit you know I I try to be understanding but I love that I make my own rules now I mean it's given me the confidence to do that. So, yeah. And
0: that's how it should be. You know, it is, well, okay. Did you leave a nine to five before or did you not work before that?
1: No, well, I was a mom. So yeah, I was a bank teller for a couple of years. And when I got pregnant with my oldest, so she was born in oh eight two thousand eight. 2008. So I was just a stay at home mom and then, you know, picked up my camera because we were going to JCPenney, and I thought, I can do that better than that. <laughs> so <laughs> so that was the start of of the whole thing. Yeah.
0: I was just going to say that people, at least I think, in my opinion, people don't leave their 8-to-5 job, you know, full-time job, should be told by others when they're going to work. <laughs> wow. So, So it's like – yeah. Making our own schedule is really important. And actually I saw on your website that if did it say that, that if someone wanted to book on the weekends, it was like an extra two hundred dollar fee
1: or something like that? Correct. Yep. Smart. Yeah. If they want to do a weekend, shoot, that's fine. And it'll be that additional fee. <laughs> so. Do people do people
0: take you up on that
1: or are they sticking with more weekends um, or weekdays? Sorry. We we'll make it work during the week, usually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So which is fine with me, you know, yeah. I don't want to work
0: weekends. So I wonder, do you think once you read redo your website that you'll take that off of and just tell people when you are available?
1: I don't know that I'll take it off because I feel like there are going to be an occasional one or two weekends a year, maybe three that I'll make the exception for people who really want me, you know, I, I feel like I can do that. I just don't want to work every weekend
0: yeah that makes sense there are times on I I do the same on occasion very rarely but on occasion I will work a weekend if it's you know a client that I've been really really wanting to work with or maybe I had to reschedule on someone you know so on occasion and you know sometimes I don't mind going off and doing a shoot because it's fun even though it's a weekend so yeah Yeah. I can understand
1: absolutely absolutely Okay,
0: Leslie. Let's talk about your pricing structure and how how you do things.
1: Yeah, basically, I I actually just changed my pricing again. It was I was looking at, I think it was Cat Ford's. I was looking through some old posts on Facebook, and she had I think I'm pretty sure it was her. So forgive me if I'm mistaken there, but she had wrote that um, she felt like her first package couldn't be over a thousand. And, and that's who, wrote, I started, who did you say wrote that? I thought it was Cat Ford's, but oh, maybe Yep, Cat Ford wrote okay. yep. okay. Gotcha. I thought so, but maybe not. I don't know. No, but, I think um, you're right.
0: I think it was her too that said thousand dollars was her like block. Yes. Block. Yeah.
1: That was yes. And so when I started last year, I, my first package was nine hundred for six. Right. So this year I was like, you know what? I I feel like especially with. Having personal branding, um, I wanted to keep my packages similar so they weren't confusing in my head. And I wanted to do um, either 5, 10, 20 for my headshots and personal branding. And then for my, you know, regular portrait clients, it's 10, 20, 30. So it just kept it, you know, similar in my mind. But I wanted to start out with my portraits at 1,400. So I just did it. I just changed it this year, <laughs> so okay. So I so changed you're, it again. It's yeah. Um, yep, my my bottom package is fourteen hundred for ten, and then it's twenty two hundred for twenty and three thousand for thirty. Awesome, very cool.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like simplicity because a confused mind says no. So if you keep Absolutely. things simple, small, medium, large package, I think it works really well. Now, what do you include? You know, are there prints? Is it digitals? You know, what do you include in those?
1: Oh yeah, so. For my headshot collections, I've actually kind of followed your method a little bit and I kind of do my own little thing. So like for my bottom package, it's five images for 800 um, and then they get one extra social crop. So if they wanted it to be like a square crop, if they want me to make them a banner or something like that, they get that. Now, if they go up to the top package, which is 20, I kind of followed your lead and they get the black and white versions as well. Oh, so great. they get double the images and then they get eight social crops. So that would be like, like I said, the banner images, a square crop, whatever they would want, you know, for LinkedIn or for Instagram or whatever, you know, I would provide that too. That's a really smart upsell
0: because it costs you nothing to to do those extra crops, like maybe extend some background, yes, you know, I mean, what, it takes you easy. two minutes. Yeah.
1: Yes, absolutely. Now my, my portrait packages, you know, Sue teaches us to sell things we love and I have found some products that I love that I feel are absolutely worth it. And then when I did that, I was able to sell. It was crazy. So Ooh, tell us about these products. So my folio box, I actually love it's 3xM. They ha- I do their wood. It's a wood window box that holds up to 30. So, but it's absolutely beautiful. They can choose white. They can choose black or they can choose walnut. It's sturdy. It's beautiful. They can change out the picture in the front. It holds a USB. Now, my bottom package just comes with a basic box. So the $1400 package of 10 matted prints just comes with a black box with my logo. That also comes from the 3XM. It's beautiful, but the next package up, which is my Lux package, that's twenty two hundred dollars. That comes with twenty, and that includes the premium wood box that everybody wants because when they see it, it's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Very cool.
0: When you're doing your reveal, or you know, photo viewing, or whatever, however you, however you say it. Yeah. Are you doing it printed, or are you doing digital and then ordering these prints later? How How does that work for you?
1: Yeah. So. I set up an appointment after their photo shoot. I do just a basic, you know, Lightroom edit on all of the portraits that I want to show to them. I tend to overshoot and I normally show anywhere from 45 to sometimes even 100 pictures. So it just depends on the session, how long it was and what I want to show to the client. So we set up an appointment. They come to the studio. And I roll out, I have a TV that's on a cart that gets put away when I'm doing sessions. And I reveal their their edited pictures to them, not retouched, but their edited pictures to them with a musical slideshow. And then they get to see the products. They get to hold the products. I go through everything with them. I help them order. And I explain to them that I do the retouching after they order of the images they purchase. Okay, so you must have pretty decent in camera skills and lighting skills. (laughs) Yes. I mean I hope so. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Man, I feel like my game has been like up since I came across like Felix's lighting class and Sue's posing. Like people I like I did my daughter's portraits the other day and I post them and everyone's just like, you know, raving over them. I'm like, yes, this is the style I want to shoot now. Like this is me, guys. So yeah absolutely. Oh, that's so great.
0: Is't it so oh, so wonderful when you find your style and wow it's yeah, yeah it's sometimes it takes a while. <laughs>
1: yeah, she does. She helps connect the dots. like I knew I knew I wanted to shoot more painterly and more more magazine style, and I didn't know how to get there. and she just lays it all out there. I feel like so many photographers, are so hush-hush about their secrets and they don't want to show their pricing. They don't want to tell people how they do things. And Sue's like, here it is. It's up to you to make it happen, you know? Oh, I know. She loves sharing it all. She just like wants people
0: to elevate so much. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's wonderful. And why not share it? (laughs) You know, like she's already got her successful business. It doesn't matter. It's not like, like there's enough clients for all of us. Yes. I was just going to say that. Absolutely. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Very cool. Okay, so let's talk about your lighting setup because I feel like in order to do same day reveals, I've thought about doing same day, you know, reveals or viewings or whatever. I just am like, Ugh, when I'm no. done, when I'm done with the shoot, I'm done with the shoot. Like, I just want to like help them pack up and say our goodbyes and then I need to decompress. Like, that's just how I work. It's like, I love being around people and then I don't want to be around yeah. them anymore. <laughs> like. So I feel like if you're going to show unretouched photos, you really have to have it nailed down. And I feel pretty decent about how, you know, my lighting or whatever. But anyways, you mentioned that you don't show them, you know, retouched. And so I'm curious what your setup is.
1: No. And I mean, truth be told, no one's ever been like, oh, wow. You know, like until I show them an actual retouched picture, they're like, oh, wow, that is a difference. Like they would never have known. Like we Mm -hmm. know as photographers, they don't know. You know, they don't look at, you know, certain things and pick certain things apart like we do. Right. True. Yeah. So what's your lighting setup then? Okay. So I actually use, um, I just upgraded to an Einstein. I was shooting with Alien B 400s for all of the past five years. And then I decided I wanted to do, to upgrade to the Einstein because of the more color consistency and you know things like that but so I shoot with Einstein I have a huge I believe it's 80 is it 86 inch PLM and then I also have a 64 inch PLM so just depending on the circumstance I use both of them and then I've really been watching Felix's classes and my goal is to just continue learning and getting better and I'm using those white boards I have the two poly boards the black side and the white side that
0: Man, those are game
1: changers. They are game changers.
0: Oh yeah, love, love, love my B flats. Absolutely, you can control light yeah. with them in such beautiful
1: ways. In the black tunnel. Oh my gosh, that one's a fun one for me. Oh That's yeah, one of my favorites.
0: definitely. There's a for people listening. If you go on the portrait system website, it there are two examples of this. Well, there's I think there's more than two, but the ones that stick out to me is Vogue portrait, and that will show the black tunnel setup that Leslie is talking about. It's so. So beautiful. And I know there's a couple more too, but another one, if you're shooting outside and you want to use black V-flats, it's called the Harsh Outdoor Light Hack. And Sue shows you that way, how to do this kind of black tunnel that adds such great, amazing contrast into your photos. And so anyway, just a little side note there. If you're wondering what the black tunnel setup is, you can check it out there.
1: Yeah. I feel like, and too, like just a little quick side note, like feathering my light has, oh my gosh, that has been like night and day difference Mm -hmm. in my work too. It's it's so cool. You would For never sure. think that turning your light away from your subject would create a beautiful, even you know, beautiful light, and it it does. Yeah, yeah.
0: I know it kind of seems counterintuitive to turn the white yep. light away instead of towards them. So yeah, yeah. Awesome. Felix is a master. He's crazy. oh yeah, totally. Okay, and then tell us a little bit about your barn studio. What is in it? Is there a bathroom? How big is it? Like,
1: describe it to us. Well, my studio is. It's pretty quaint, but I think the final Mm -hmm. dimensions, now these are in feet, it's about 27 by 30. Yeah, about 27 by 30. And then I have like an 8 by 8 foyer. So when they walk in... It's just one big open room. I do have a bathroom. It's very small, but it does the job. And people, it's big enough they can change in there. So I don't have to have like a changing area. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I have, when you walk in, there's a nice little sitting area. I have the white futon that everybody wants. You know, get. I got the white futon. And that's where I do my reveals. That's where people sit. And, you know, when they're not being photographed, they kind of hang out there. And then it's just basically one big wall of, you know, two areas of backdrops. So it's very simple. I do have a really cool item and it's a one of a piece item. It's a faux fireplace. And my client actually handmade this for one of his shows and he gave it to me. Wow, that's cool. It's it's amazing. Like you'll have to go check it out. It's so cool. Yeah, awesome. Well,
0: that's what I was going to say. If if you're listening, if you don't know that we have a blog, we have a blog post for each guest. And so let's make sure to include some of those photos of your of your barn studio so that people can check it out on the blog post. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah. And awesome. you know, it's funny, uh, every time I post like a picture of the studio, people are more interested in my ceiling because <laughs> not everybody's from the Midwest and not everybody has pole barns. So it's a pole barn ceiling and they love the look of the pole barn ceiling. I'm like, well, my husband said that was what I was getting. So that's what I got. And- it's Isn't that kind of crazy. Awesome. Yeah, but it's beautiful. And it's 10 I did I do have 10-foot ceilings and coming from 7-foot ceilings in my basement, it's amazing. Oh, huge upgrade. Yes. Definitely,
0: we're we're in the process of um, we're getting bids on building a pole barn, and I'm considering having so having it built out. I'm like, maybe I should come over and check out your uh, <laughs> your space. Okay. Yeah, before... my
1: husband's in kitchen too, so he knows code and all that stuff. So,
0: oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely something I'm considering.
1: Oh, yeah, cool. come check
0: it out. Very cool. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you for sharing everything with us. It's I'm I'm really excited for you. It sounds like you have just you know, you're ready and primed and prepped and ready to just like explode your business. And it's very exciting.
1: Thank you. I am. I am. I'm super excited. And everybody I talk to, like, I I just feel like I want to share with them and other photographers. I'm like, check out Sue. Like you can do it. I promise you. And they're like, oh, no one will pay those prices. And I'm like, I promise you they will. People, if they want you, they will book you. Yes, Definitely.
0: Cool. Well, you're an inspiration for the people in your area too, the other photographers. So hopefully they'll listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. yeah. Awesome. Okay. I do have a couple other questions for you that I always ask at the end of each episode. And the first one is what is something you cannot live without when you're doing a photo shoot?
1: Ooh. Honestly, now my V flats, like those, those are, I have to have them. And, of course, my Apple boxes, and I want to get some more of those made. But probably those two things, you know, I use in every session. Yeah, yeah, cool.
0: Number two is how do you spend your
1: time when you're not working? Oh, when I am not working, I am mom. So I am cleaning the house, and I feel like this is lame, Nikki. (laughs) (laughs) i'm a very boring person like (laughs) it's not
0: lame it's very realistic as i stare out at my bedroom where it looks like a teenager lives but it's just my shit everywhere so my cats over here
1: like eating the carpet and (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah
0: yeah we're always busy yep That's the mom life. That's for sure. I mean, I guess everyone's busy. It's not like you have to have kids to be busy. It's just, we have these extra, we have these extra people who have busy lives that are also contributing to our busyness. (laughs)
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Okay. Number three is what is your favorite
1: inspirational quote? Um, I'm going to go with a Sue quote here. More for more and not less for less. Like that has been a game changer for my business and understanding how to build my packages. Awesome. And let's let's just like talk about that quote for a second. So more for
0: more yeah. is like plumping up the value of the, you know, the bigger packages, correct? Yes. And not cheapening yourself. Yes, definitely. And again, plumping up the value does not need to cost you a ton of extra money and time. Like no. it's perceived value. If you're like, like, You said with me giving the black and white versions, I entice them with a few black and whites that I show them. And when they're like, oh, I can't decide between the color of the black and white. I'm like, well, if you get the top package, you get the black and white versions of all 20 of your photos or whatever. So, and it costs me nothing. Like I have a preset. I just do it. It's done. (laughs) Easy peasy. Yep. Yep. Okay. Number four is what would you tell people who are just starting out?
1: Oh, just do it. Like... I don't know. I'm not a very bold person. And Sue just gave me the confidence to just, just do it. Like if you are on the fence about raising your prices, just do it. Like just learn all the things you need to know, learn the foundations, learn your posing, learn your lighting, you know, get a few models in there, boost your self-confidence and then just do it. Don't wait. Yep, exactly. I love
0: that. Awesome.
1: Well, thank you again. Where can people find you online, Leslie? Well, I am on Instagram and Facebook, just Leslie Q Photography, Leslie with an I-E, not an E-Y. <laughs> I also, you know, I have my website, just LeslieQPhotography.com, and I just opened up my LinkedIn, what is it, a LinkedIn social? What is it called? Oh, LinkedIn. Yeah, it's just like a platform, right? Yeah, I don't have LinkedIn. Well, I've been thinking about it, but one of the, the ladies that you had on your podcast, she was a head chef I believe she was in Indiana too. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about starting a LinkedIn and that how it grew her business. And I've actually had two bookings since I opened it in January. That's so smart. And you know, honestly, if I was really trying to
0: increase the amount of photo shoots I was doing, that's exactly what I would do is go straight to LinkedIn because that's something I haven't done yet.
1: Yeah. I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to keep it you know keep it real and keep it relevant to headshots and personal branding so yeah
0: yeah awesome cool well thank you again it was such a pleasure to chat with you and um yeah i hope we get to meet in person maybe I'll, i'll come down and see your see your barn if that's okay
1: that would be wonderful anytime awesome awesome
0: all right well you take care we'll chat soon Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? I also encourage you to head over to subriceeducation.com where you can find all of the education you need to be a successful photographer. There are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 90-Day Startup Challenge, plus so many downloads showing hundreds of different poses. We have to-do checklists for your business, lighting PDFs. I mean, truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's subriceeducation.com.